If you are experiencing your dark night of the soul, you're in that abyss, that belly of the whale, know that you are not alone. Most of us right now are there with you. We humans, all of us, all going back, we've been here before. Life will go on, and you will move on to the next stage on your own hero's journey. Welcome to Business School for Writers, where we help storytellers like you ditch the starving artist cliche and thrive. I'm your host, Lauren Marie Fleming, and I am obsessed with the power of stories. I've seen the way stories heal writers, readers, and whole communities. But I've also seen the way we silence marginalized voices and discourage people from pursuing a career as a writer. Which is why I'm here today, helping you to ditch the lies you've been told about whose story matters, and instead embrace the truth that the world needs your story now more than ever. I am living proof that it is possible to build a thriving career as a writer. And I created Business School for Writers to show you exactly how you can write more, publish more, and make more money as a storyteller. Welcome to your virtual classroom. Welcome to your cheerleading squad. Welcome to Business School for Writers. Are you a fan of journaling? Do you have a journaling ritual yet? Journaling will quite literally change your life, maybe even save it. It has saved my life, and I am not exaggerating when I say that. Both affordable and accessible, a journaling ritual can help you reduce stress, alleviate anxiety, and overcome even the most overwhelming obstacles. When my brother died, literally the thing that saved me was my journal. It was the thing I turned to between therapy sessions. It's also when I started to my own business and I wanted to reach out and be a writer full time and start making more money this way, it was the place I went. It's where I put my hopes, my dreams, my sorrows, everything. I just think that journaling is such a powerful tool and I want you all to harness it yourself. So if you're feeling stuck, overwhelmed, unsure of what to do next in life, or you just want to bring more joy into your life, I highly suggest downloading my free guide to journaling during difficult times. You can find it at businessschoolforwriters.com slash journaling. Through my decade of coaching writers, I've seen journaling transform thousands of lives, and I know it can help you too. So go grab that free guide at businessschoolforwriters.com slash journaling. Bone deep exhausted. Stir crazy. Claustrophobic, lethargic creatively sucked dry. Are you feeling any of that right now? Yeah, me too. I have felt like nothing I do gains any traction. Like there is not enough self-care routines in the world to make me feel full, like my bucket is full, or even that I'm whole. I feel like a part of me is lost. And for so long, I thought what I'd lost when COVID hit was this vibrant adventurer that I identified with who spent half her time on the road discovering different places and cultures and people. I was a jet setter, and I thought that that's what I was missing. And yes, I lost her, but I also, I lost something else, something deeper. And I realized recently that that is hope. Hope feels missing in the world right now. As weeks turn into months, turn into potentially years of being stuck inside our homes, we've all seemed to lose faith that this will ever end. 
My Write Your Friggin' Book Already participants are working on the third draft of their books, and we're talking about the hero's journey in plotting. Right now feels like the dark night of the soul, one participant said, and I sighed because yes, absolutely, that's exactly what we're all going through right now. We are in the dark night of the soul part of our COVID journey. If you're not familiar with the hero's journey, it is the plot point on which most ancient Greek and Roman texts are based. It set up how European cultures tell stories, and it influences modern books and storytelling, movies, TV, theater, everything today. But it's not just for writers. Since its inception thousands, literally thousands of years ago, the hero's journey has been used by churches, therapists, personal development coaches, and other people like that to help people like you and me through the stages of hardship and growth in our lives. Joseph Campbell, yes, the Joseph Campbell that you probably loathed reading in high school like I did, he's credited with popularizing the hero's myth pattern, both for his books and he used it to deconstruct and compare different religions. He described it as such. A hero ventures forth from the world of common day into a region of supernatural wonder. Fabulous forces are encountered and a decisive victory is won. The hero comes back from this mysterious adventure with the power to bestow boons on his fellow man. Okay, so if you, like me, have no idea what a boon is, it's a blessing, benefit, advantage, or good fortune. Yes, I had to look that up. But I love it, right? Boon. I love that term now. I'm going to start calling things boons. So the general hero's journey is someone gets thrust into a catastrophic situation overcomes insurmountable obstacles, and returns home with a gift, often seen as knowledge, wisdom, kind of life perspective, that gift that can help others. Sound familiar? From Hollywood films to self-help books, the hero's journey is alive and well in modern society. There are multiple versions of it, including Maureen Murdoch's modern classic, The Heroine's Journey, which is a great book to read. In every version, there is this dark night of the soul, a time during which the hero completely loses hope and faith. Faith sometimes in God, sometimes in ourselves, sometimes in humanity, sometimes in all of the above. During these dark moments, which are also called the abyss, the belly of the whale, the innermost cave, or simply trial and tribulation or death and rebirth, During those moments, we lose a sense of meaning, purpose, and vision. We stop believing in something greater than ourselves. We lose hope. During those dark moments, we are bone-deep exhausted, stir-crazy, claustrophobic, lethargic, and creatively sucked dry. The reason the hero's journey is so popular among writers and gurus alike, is that it resonates deeply with our own life journeys and struggles, the obstacles we've had to overcome even when we didn't want to. COVID is a catastrophic situation thrust on all of us, and we are being forced to overcome insurmountable obstacles right now, not just around our health, but also around our civil rights, our planet, and our safety. Just like the heroes of ancient Greece, the first recorded people who used the plot of the hero's journey, 
we are on a profoundly life-changing journey that isn't linear or simple. Odysseus, one of the first known heroes on this journey plot, he didn't have to just deal with horrible weather while sailing back from war because he'd somehow pissed off Poseidon. No, he also had to overcome hundreds of other obstacles from being held captive on multiple islands. I don't know how many islands he needed to be held captive on, but he was captive on at least three. To six-headed monsters trying to eat his ship, he had to deal with some serious stuff, not just sailing back to his hometown after war. Like Odysseus, you're not just dealing with COVID. You are dealing with the six-headed monsters of racism, classism, capitalism, patriarchy, heteronormativity, transphobia, and all the other systems of oppression that exist in our society. Plus, you have to deal with being stranded on this island called Earth that's kind of revolting against us right now for how we've treated it. All while trying to survive this complicated thing we call life. And then on top of that, love and relationships and a desire to be creative. No wonder you're exhausted. No wonder you feel lethargic and like your energy is being zapped. No wonder you have lost hope. This is all part of the dark night of the soul. You're living out your own hero's journey. And this, this right here, this whole podcast, this whole story, this whole analogy and metaphor right here, this is why I love storytelling, because it makes us feel less alone in the world, knowing that countless others have come before us, facing their own dark night of the soul, and coming out of it with gifts on the other side. Now, I'm not one of those people who thinks that you have to see the positive in everything. Sometimes things just really suck. But I am a writer. And during the darkest hours of my life, and I have had some dark hours when I thought I could not and would not go on, I had this thing, this tool, this access to a higher power beyond myself called writing and storytelling. Whenever a horrible thing happens to me, I try to laugh and I say, well, this will make a good story someday. And while that doesn't always help in the moment, in fact, sometimes it makes it a little worse, it does give me some perspective and it gives me something to look forward to telling the story someday. Our stories, they're those boons Joseph Campbell wrote about. They're the blessings, benefits, and advantages that we share with the world after we have overcome our insurmountable obstacles. If you are experiencing your dark night of the soul, you're in that abyss, that belly of the whale, know that you are not alone. Most of us right now are there with you. We humans, all of us, all going back, we've been here before. Life will go on and you will move on to the next stage on your own hero's journey. I promise you that. So instead of trying right now to be more productive in that capitalistic sense of making more and doing more, I want you to recognize that this is a powerful moment of reflection and rest. This might not be the best time to try to write the next Pulitzer Prize winning novel, but it is, it really is a great time to pull out a pen and paper and start journaling. Journaling has been proven to be as effective as meditation. We all know how effective meditation is in reducing stress and helping you with overwhelm and making your life dreams come true. 
It's a great companion to therapy, providing a place for you to get out your worries and build up your hopes and your dreams. Now, if you're new to journaling or if you're looking for a little bit more inspiration, I've put together a special download for you called Journaling During Difficult Times, and you can get it for free at businessschoolforwriters.com journaling. And if you're interested in learning more about the hero or heroine's journey, I have a mini course for you on plotting. It's at businessschoolforwriters.com courses. Both of those links are in your show notes. We have so much to learn from literature. We have so much to learn from storytelling. It teaches us that our stories are both uniquely individualized and completely unoriginal. People have done this before. Everything has been done before. There's nothing new under the sun. We are all part of a history rich in storytelling, learning through our ancestors that this too shall pass. If you're struggling right now, I highly suggest turning to stories for help. Whether it's your own story that you want to tell through writing or journaling, or someone else's story you want to get lost in through reading, know that you have access to centuries of boons, of knowledge, wisdom, and gifts passed down through stories that have actually made it into your DNA. That is actually true. Epigenetics have proven that our stories make their way into our DNA. So you are a storyteller by birth, by your ancestry. Access those stories, learn from them, and use them to help you get through this dark night of the soul. I'm sending so much love to all of you heroes moving along your journeys. I'm excited to see how you overcome your obstacles, and I cannot wait to read the stories that come out of this moment in time. Good luck, my heroes. I'll see you next episode. Today's book review is Circe by Madeline Miller, which I'm very sorry if I'm destroying that name, but I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. If not, DM me on Business School for Writers podcast on our Instagram and let me know. But it's Circe by Madeline Miller. Now, this felt like a really perfect book to talk about because Circe is actually a character from the Odyssey and is visited by Odysseus and is a huge plays a huge like minor role in a lot of of Greek mythology, but also this book centers her story and it's, it's really beautiful. You know, I, I hate to admit this, you guys don't hold it against me, but I'm not the biggest fan of classic literature. I know, I know. I tend to really like contemporary stuff. I think a lot of it is because I'm gay and it's so rare that I'm actually included in the stories that I, I tend to skip over them in history. But I really enjoyed this. I've been really into gods and especially Greek and Roman mythology right now, Norse gods. I've been reading about Native American god concepts, and I, I just have been really into mythology right now. And this is this book was a beautiful way of tying through all of these myths that I've heard my whole life because I was forced to study you know, white cultural myths as a kid, but also because I was interested in books. And Cersei just, she has this beautiful voice and she goes from being this carefree nymph to this really wise woman. And she's a witch and she's pictured as this bad witch. And some of you may know, I kind of think of myself as a witch and I love witchy stuff. And and I, I identified with Cersei the witch back in the day when I thought she was this mean, cruel person. But then when you read the book and you realize why she was a witch in the way she was witch, you're like, yeah, I would have gotten my revenge that way too. Hell yeah. So 
I just love it. I just really love this book and it's thick and it's huge and it's not a book I would have taken on to read, but I listened to the audiobook on my way to and from work back when I used to have a desk job and I, yeah, I just, I was blown away. My commute would go so fast. I would just get so lost in the story. So if you're not one to pick up a giant book and carry it around and read it, I highly suggest the audiobook. And I always, always suggest audiobooks from Libro.fm instead of Audible. The link to that is in the show notes. Absolutely support independent bookstores. Go get yourself a copy of Cersei. It was a bestseller for many, 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 many months for a reason. So there you go. You can learn all about more about the hero's journey, more about God myths, more about all of the stuff that we talked about in this episode, overcoming obstacles, the dark night of the soul, all of that by going out and getting yourself a copy of Circe. You just finished another lesson at Business School for Writers. Feels pretty great, right? Being one step closer to a thriving writing career. I am so excited to see how you put to use the tips you learned today, so please share what you gained from this episode in the Writer Squad Facebook group. You can find your squad at facebook.com slash groups slash writer squad. Want even more support making your writing dreams come true? Go to businessschoolforwriters.com, where not only can you find show notes and links from today's episode, but you'll also be able to explore courses, coaching, and free resources we've gathered together to help you along your path to creating a thriving writing career. Thanks again for listening to the Business School for Writers podcast. I'll see you in the next lesson. Business School for Writers is hosted and produced by Lauren Marie Fleming, with editing and support from Samantha Olivares. All rights reserved by Las Maestras LLC. Our music is De Lejos by Ila Bamba. Check them out on Spotify. Big thanks to the team at Terrorbird and to Kristen Hozak. And of course, big thanks to you, the listener. Now put down this podcast already and go write. I'll see you next episode. Hay que mover la sangre del cuerpo.